Face the Music, a pre-ELO song-by-song podcast is sponsored by fine people like Robert Berry. This is Face the Music, a pre-ELO song-by-song podcast. Episode negative zero six four. Weekend. The move. Weekend was recorded on March 23, 1967, and was the fourth track on the move's first album, Move. It was written by Bill and Ori Post and recorded in April 1959 by Eddie Cochran. It wasn't released until June 1961 in England and followed by a December 1961 release in the U.S. after Cochran tragically died at the age of 21 on April 17, 1960 after he was thrown from the passenger side of a taxicab during a horrific car accident. Cochrane's version of Weekend reached number 15 on the British charts. And what are you doing this weekend? Hey, boy, I tell you, I'm going to go over to San Diego and I'm going to stick anything I can find between my cheeky <laughs> I'm Eric Paul Johnson. And I'm Eric Winsenson. And we've hit Weekend. And I couldn't get him to listen to The Weekend. No, because I was too busy listening to Weekend to listen to The Weekend. <laughs> For some reason, EPJ is not the biggest hip-hop fan. No, no, I'm not. But I mean, I, I'll give it a chance. I keep hearing so much about the weekend. Oh, they're wonderful. They're great. They played the Super Bowl, and it's a he. Oh, okay. It's not. It's not a band. <laughs> See, there you go. It's a Canadian guy. I'm not really a big fan of that particular hip hop sound, though. It's. I don't know. I guess he does some good stuff. I'd have to actually take some time, but right. Yeah. I know there's auto-tune involved, which usually immediately... Well, that trips off the quote from uh, Henry Rollins. If you have to fix it with a computer, quantized, pitch-corrected, nobly inspected, then you can't do it! Getting to people with actual talent who can actually play their instruments and don't have to use computers to augment their voice to make it fit whatever note they're trying to hit. Weekend. By the move. This is the perfect song put in the perfect place on this album. You mean to fill a place? Well, even for filler, it's in the perfect place for it. The first song was about global nuclear destruction and screwing up the environment. Oh, please don't do that to us. The second song was lyrically whimsical, but musically it was kind of dour. If you weren't paying attention to the lyrics, it might seem like a depressing kind of song. And here, this one, the third track, it's just pointless, needless fun. The music is loud and rocking. The lyrics, there's no political statement, no environmental statement. There's no statement about the sad state of the world. It's just good time, fun time. Hey, it's the weekend. Let's all get together and and have a damn good time. And I think it was needed at this point in the album. I mean, I don't mind songs where you're trying to make a statement about the world or, or anything like that. Eva Destruction is a great song. But if I had to listen to a string of songs about how the world's going to hell and we're all going to be incinerated in a nuclear inferno, I am going to need a song like this, which is just, you know what? 
shut up and have a good time while you're still alive. I love it. It's fun. Eh, that was okay. <laughs> kind of thought you might. It's Roy singing on this, isn't it? His voice is in there. I don't think this is Roy's lead voice carrying through this whole song. All I know is it's affecting a certain tone and everything and trying to sound too much like the original singer of this, Eddie Cochran. I don't know. It's a cover, and it's not really that much different than the original. Well, I don't know about that. Yeah, it didn't really do much for me. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. They didn't have any idea what to do with for the next song, did they? Or they just needed to fill in some space. And that's all this is. Nothing special, nothing too annoying, just nothing that is even really worth worrying about. <laughs> I don't think it sounds anything like the original version by Eddie Cochran. The original version sounds pretty much like a standard issue, late 50s, early 60s, rock and roll, happy, good time thing. This one reminded me of... And I never thought I'd use this reference in all seriousness in this podcast. It kind of reminded me of the Banana Splits. And not just because it's got the la-la-las running through it. But they put out an album, and I use the term they loosely, since obviously what you saw on the TV screen is not the people who actually recorded the music. Really? I, I'm sorry, I hate to burst your bubble about <laughs> Snorky, but uh, yeah. Oh. Unlike the monkeys, the Banana Splits didn't really record or write or perform their own music. Next, you're going to tell me that Snuffleupagus is not real. No, 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 I would never tell you that. He okay. He's real, and he's spectacular. But I actually liked the Banana Splits album. It's not my top ten favoriteest albums, but I was expecting it to sound exactly like the theme song, which is just your pretty much standard issue, happy, clap, clap, pop song. But there's some stuff on the album that doesn't sound like that. I mean, it's bubblegummy. But it's not over-saccharined bubblegummy. Actually, I was surprised to find out that one of the songs on the Banana Splits album was written by Barry White. The same Barry White. <laughs> oh, boy. That everybody's thinking of. I want to see that episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's... Uh... Yeah, that one was removed from television. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's more like studio musicians and people who are trying to become songwriters before they finally did actually make it. There's also a part here that reminds me of Boney Maroney, which is a song that just about everybody did in the late 50s and early 60s, but the one that I know best is the version by Hubcap and the Wheels. But I love her, she loves me. Oh, how happy now we can be making love underneath the apple tree. I really like the Eddie Cochran version a lot better. I know the move we're going for fun, but Eddie Cochran's version is fun. I mean, it doesn't sound like he's going for fun and going, Hey, everybody, it's fun time. <laughs> he's actually having fun with it. Right. Yeah, because he's not even scoring. 
<laughs> no. <laughs> Listen to the lyrics. He's not scoring at all. <laughs> he, no, yeah, he's, he's getting turned down, getting doors slammed in his face, being told, hey, you didn't make the dress code. and <laughs> Put on a tie slacker. I liked the move version better. I was fine with the Eddie Cochran version. It pretty much sounded like your standard issue, late 50s, rockin' kind of happy good time song. But I like the move version better because they brought a lot more energy to it. Whether it was manufactured energy or they said, okay, go be energetic. Okay, here we go. It still feels like there's a whole lot more energy to it. And I think that makes the move version the better version for me. I think you probably just don't like the female vocals on the Eddie Cochran one. Sounds very teeny boppy. It does sound teeny boppy. That doesn't bother me so much, at least not in the Eddie Cochran version. There are some songs where it does bother me. Just so everybody knows, I'm not really putting down the move version. It's just that I just feel like it's just there to fill space, basically. It didn't really move me at all or do anything for me or make me uh, really excited about hearing a cover song. I think it's also because I really want to hear their songs. I want to hear Roy Wood's songs. I want to hear The Move. I want to hear the stuff they come up with. Yeah, I'll give you that. When I found out it was a remake, I was, oh, well, okay. I mean, at least it's a remake that I like, but I am more interested in hearing what The Move can do with their own songs, and even the Roy Wood songs, or The Move songs that I haven't liked, the thing that I've always liked about them is Roy's lyrics. They're always fun, creative. They're little stories. They're not just, baby, I love you, and isn't everything just going wonderful right now? Songs about drunk driving into a ditch and dying and all the ghosts saying, let's go walk on the water. Yeah. Which, by the way, I finally picked up the meaning of that song as I was editing it. Got something to say about Weekend? Then call the telephone line voicemail. 623-850-3375. Call now. Cha-cha-cha. Electric Light Orchestra Origin Tales Roger Anderson In junior high, I was in Boy Scouts, and we were on a weekend camping trip. A few of us were playing Dungeons and Dragons in our tent. I was never a big D&D player. My neighbor friend and I played Tunnels and Trolls sometimes, but neither were big deals in my life. Anyway, Shane was the DM, and we went into this cave. The torches went out, and an ominous voice said, Just on the border of your waking mind, there lies another time, where darkness and light are one, and as you tread the halls of sanity, you feel so glad to be unable to go beyond it. I have a message from another time. He had the whole thing memorized, and I was mesmerized. I asked him where that was from, and he said one of his records. After the camping trip, I was at his house, and he played Time. I thought it was the coolest album cover and awesome prologue song. So I saved my allowance and bought it. This was in late 81 or early 82. Fan for life after that. All American! 
Hello, this is Dr. Troy with my thoughts on Weekend. Well, after two songs by the move that I didn't really like that much, I am pleased to say that I really love this one. It has a nice rockabilly vibe to it. The guitar and the melody and the rhythm especially remind me of Come On Everybody by Eddie Cochran. I also love the backing vocals. I would place this in maybe the top three of the best backing vocals on a Move record of the ones I've heard so far. Now, when I first heard this song, I thought, man, I'd like it to be a little bit longer. But then I listened to it again and I thought, no, it is perfect just as it is at under two minutes. I think sometimes we get accustomed to hearing songs that run five minutes or longer, you know, hearing epic songs, and every now and then it's just nice to hear a short pop single, to remember the joy of the less than three minute or even less than two minute pop single. Eddie Cochran's Come On Everybody, for example, clocks in at a minute and 58 seconds. And although it's not a rockabilly song, Maurice Williams and the Zodiac's number one hit Stay from 1960 clocks in at a minute 46. It may not be a rockabilly song, but it sure is one good pop single. Well, I will talk to you next week. Face the Music, a pre-ELO song-by-song podcast, is a production of Radio Trolla Entertainment, Assorted Deli Meets Amalgamated. You can contact us by voicemail at 623-850-3375 or email us at eloftmpodcast at gmail.com and we'll read and reply to it on the show. Keep up to date by joining our Facebook group and spread the word by sharing the link or giving us a quick rating on iTunes. Subscribe to our YouTube page, the Electric Light Orchestra podcast channel, to hear other goodies. You can financially support the podcast at patreon.com slash elopod or PayPal using the podcast's email address or send a check or money order to P.O. Box 1932, Superior, Arizona 85173. Next week, episode negative zero six three. Hey, Grandma.